Welcome to People of Hope, a conversation on finding joy in all things with the pastoral staff of Ignatius House Jesuit Retreat Center in Atlanta, Georgia. This short-form episode shares only the introductory remarks for our topic this week. For the full conversation, check this podcast feed or visit ignatiushouse.org slash peopleofhope. Let's begin. Participating in our conversation is Father Peter Fink, who is on staff at Ignatius House, and Tara LaBeouf, our Director of Development and Communication. Our topic this evening is finding joy in nature. Many of us who have been sheltering in place at home have found more time to take walks in our neighborhood and have been more aware of the beauty of God's creation all around us. Um, Father Peter's going to take the lead with some opening remarks, but I've asked Tara to first open us with a prayer. Thank you, Andy. Um, I'm about to share a prayer that was written by the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops, inspired by Laudato Si, written, of course, by Pope Francis, his encyclical on care for our common home that marks its fifth anniversary this month. So let's begin. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Father of all, creator and ruler of the universe, you entrusted your world to us as a gift. Help us to care for it and all people that we may live in right relationship with you, with ourselves, with one another, and with creation. Christ our Lord, both divine and human, you lived among us and died for our sins. Help us to imitate your love for the human family by recognizing that we are all connected to our brothers and sisters around the world, to those in poverty impacted by environmental devastation and to future generations. Holy Spirit, giver of wisdom and love, you breathe life in us and guide us. Help us to live according to your vision stirring to action the hearts of all, individuals and families, communities of faith, and civil and political leaders. Triune God, help us to hear the cry of those in poverty and the cry of the earth so that we may together care for our common home. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, greetings, everyone. Uh, my name is Father Peter Fink, as you said. I'm on the staff of Ignatius House. But, you know, Ignatius House is a place of silence, a place of prayer, and 20 acres of glorious nature, trees, flowers, many creatures, descendants from Noah's Ark. You know, well, today I want to speak of joy and nature. I'll probably be wearing my camping suit, however, but uh, I'll be formal tonight. But joy and nature, joy in nature, I-N, and joy from nature. But let me begin with a story. Two people are sitting on a porch, watching the grass grow. For one, the term watching the grass, grass grow is a euphemism, a word that captures the everyday boredom of his life. He can see nothing more than the grass. The grass is there, and he is here. And not much enters into his mind, his imagination, his heart. 
Now, the other person is fascinated by the grass. First of all, it is alive. And at each moment, the grass is different from the way it was before. What a wonder how new life rises up from the way right before you. And within those living blades, there are many creatures who live and thrive in the grass around them. Some are just doing their own thing, like, like ants. Some are in the world of pollinization, sowing the seeds of life in other species as well. Some might be dangerous. A snake, a mosquito, a wasp. But these two are alive to be respected and admired. Well, the key to the second person is a sense of wonder and an admiration of life all around us. The first person has no imagination at all, or at least he is not attentive to it. The second is able to see and hear and feel that life in abundance and how we human beings share in the mystery of life. That's all around us. Let's take a clue from the second and let our mind and heart be open to the wonder around us. Let me speak first of all about the joy in nature. This is something that is hard to do when we're held in shelter in place by this COVID-19 virus. But if we can look beyond the threat, eager to touch nature again, the heart of waiting to rejoice in the life that is around us. Well, in the meantime, plant some seeds in your garden and watch them grow. Give a lawn, give your lawn a, a, a haircut, you know, <clears throat> which when the when the when the grass grows too big. Watch your kids capture lightning bugs and put them in a jar. Keep looking for life all around us and seek the joy that it has to offer. You know, sometimes I joke that the world doesn't like us anymore, where us happens to be the human race. We violate nature, don't we? Pope Francis is trying to awaken in us a love for all that is our common home. But that only if we can see in our common home, a source of joy there for us to receive and to explore. You know, in pre-COVID times, I have found myself exploring and enjoying nature in our Georgia State Parks. Red Top Mountain is my favorite. Though I have wandered through Tugaloo, Fort Yargo, and Sweetwater, and also, I'm a beach bum. I was invited to Hawaii a long time ago on a sabbatical from the seminary where I was teaching. At first, it was a task to be a theologian in residence for the Windward Coalition of Churches. But then it became a friendship, where the couple who invited me later became almost like surrogate parents. On their 50th anniversary, I presided at the celebration in downtown Honolulu. In the more than 20 times on the various islands, I found joy in the mountain trails, 
the waterfalls, the marvelous flowers, the rainbow-like birds, and of course, the beaches, white, red, and black. And the people, the people were very wonderful. They too are part of nature. We should always remember that, that we are part of nature. Well, when after the death of my Hawaiian friends, I no longer trekked that far from the East Coast, I explored the islands of the Caribbean, Aruba, Puerto Rico, St. Martin, Jamaica. But really, it doesn't matter where. What matters is the willingness to see and hear and enjoy the wonder of the world around you. I remember a friend of mine who joined me in Hawaii in the shower screaming because there was a gecko staring him in the face. He didn't realize that the creature was there only interested in bugs, and he thought it was ready to attack. He was like the first man on the porch. He didn't have a great deal of imagination. But anyway, open your heart and mind and your imagination and just see the world as you, around you and begin to see it as you've never seen it before. As I say, that's where you find joy unimaginable. Some things in nature can be threatening. Yes, keep far away from them if you can. But even these are to be admired and respected. Well, anyway, that's joy in nature. What about joy from nature? What does your experience of nature do to your mind and heart? I can tell you some of the things that have happened to me, but you will have to name what has happened to you or what might happen to you. Years ago, I gave a homily, an Easter homily, which began with the statement, I'm going to the beach. I mentioned that whenever I get anxious or closed in or stressed out, going to the beach is my cure. Beaches, of course, are for swimming. I do know some folks who simply walk the beach, but for me, the real joy is in the water. There is a wonderful image that Carl Rana used when he tried to imagine the mystery of God and the mystery of our human creation. He spoke of everything that we know being on a floating island where the sea that held it up is the mystery of God. Most people stay away from the shore. Some come, but they walk up to the shore and run back. A few put their feet in it, and a rare few dive in and went about swimming. Well, on retreat once while swimming in the waters off the Puerto Rican island of Culebra, I found myself floating in the mystery of God. Carl Rana's image unfolded right before me. It was such a joyous experience that enriched me then and now, and of course ended up in my Easter homily. Another image from the beach was Augustine pondering the mystery of the Trinity on the beach. He saw a young boy taking water from the ocean and pouring it into the hole he had made on the beach. Augustine said, what are you doing? He said, I'm putting the ocean into this hole on the beach. But Augustine said, that's impossible. Uh, and the young boy said, and so are your efforts to understand the Trinity. A great image for this budding theologian, and that entered into my homily as well. 
A final joy came to me from the ending of the film, Longtime Companion. You know, in the film, we spent lots of time watching many people dying in those early days of AIDS. You really love them, you know, and you miss them. Well, in the final scene, three friends are walking on the beach when over the dunes came all those folks who had died. What a joyful moment. And a great image that death is not the end of things. Love and friendship is. So joy on the beach, joy from the beach. These are my great moments of joy in the nature. What and where are yours? Thanks for listening. Learn more about Ignatius House by visiting us at ignatiushouse.org or following us on social media. And be sure to subscribe to this wherever you listen to podcasts. May the blessing of God be with you always.